It's easy to let a bad meal or a bad day turn into a bad week, which can turn into a bad month. And then before you know it, it's a bad year. Hello, carnivores, and welcome to session number 23. We're going to go over six ways to help your spouse stay on track with your diet. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. It's going to be good. Absolutely. So this is my lovely wife, Taylor Milton. Hello. And co-coach at supersetyourlife.com. Babe, what are some things that you have done to help your crazy husband stay on track with his diet? Well, I think we've learned a lot of things over our... 11 years of wanting to be on track of our nutrition, whether that was like bro diet, then paleo, then keto and carnivore. We feel like we've done it all. Whether we were killing it or whether we were kind of falling off the wagon here and there because yeah. of overtraining or getting pregnant or whatever. Yeah, we've had we've had years where we're right on track and we've had years where not so much. Yeah, <laughs> we've been through it all. We've been through lots of life changes and we've done our best to stay on track. And I think we've learned a few things along the way. So number one, um, I think is just really preparing and planning ahead of time to anticipate like challenges that are going to come up, whether that's for holidays, traveling, um, and just ways that, you know, you're not going to be in your house, like where it's easy to stay on track. Um, you're putting yourself in situations, whether you're at like barbecues or whatever, and we're coming up in the holidays. So I guess this is a good one to touch on first, but, um, just really having, and this kind of ties into my third, um, bullet point here, but just having open, open communication and a plan going into those scenarios and those situations to where there's going to be dessert. There's going to be things that aren't on your meal plan and really just knowing ahead of time to get a good game plan on what that's going to look like for you. Um, and that's changed a lot over the years for the both of us. And I think now we're just, I think in the best spot we've ever been when it comes to our nutrition. Mm -hmm. And I think that just comes with a lot of trial and error for what has worked for us. And going into holidays now, I am not worried about you like I used to be. No, I used to be addicted to, um, to Thanksgiving leftovers. So I mm -hmm. just, I just had to stop cold turkey. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> I was going on like, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but you know, there there were so many Christmases and Thanksgivings where you were just coming off of a show, and I would be like, I would go into these weekends dreading it because I knew they were going to be so hard for you. Mm -hmm. And it's not something that you know, as you were battling at the height of your eating disorder, where it took a toll on on us. And yeah. emotionally. And so I think, you know, those situations were so hard for us. And for a long time, we kind of stayed as far away from those situations as we could. Mm -hmm. So if you are somebody who is struggling with an eating disorder or any kind of addiction that comes around, whether that's alcohol, food, even exercise, like any kind of disordered anything, if you need to take yourself away from that situation and that's what's going to keep you from staying on track, then by all means, do it. Because we've had to do that ourselves. Um, we are now in a very zen space to a, where... A very, a very comfortable and consistent space. Yeah, because I don't worry about you going into situations because I know when we go to someone's house for dinner, all you're going to eat is meat. <laughs> and I don't worry about it anymore. We usually bring our own and other people are like, hey, yeah. Welcome to the party. Thanks for bringing burgers. <laughs> yeah. And so off of that is when you put yourself in those situations and you do feel emotionally comfortable, I think putting yourself in those situations is if you have to bring your own food, do it because yeah. it's better to have that than to not know what's available. 
because it could be loaded with sugar. It could be not on your meal plan. Like you're not going to have a scale to weigh it. Like worst case scenario. I always, I always have a, I always have a keto brick or a protein bar in my gym bag. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So, um, that's kind of like my first long winded bullet point. Uh, my second bullet point is just keeping your house, um, stocked with only the food that, you know, you should eat on your meal plan. So like none, neither of us eat sugar. Um, but if it were to be in our house, it definitely would be a trigger. I think, mm -hmm. um, we have gotten to a point to where like, we yep. feel comfortable having carbs in our house to a, to an extent carbs, AKA being a sourdough starter <laughs> <laughs> that neither of us eat. And we'll make like sourdough bread for like our family or the kids will eat it sometimes, but like it doesn't trigger us anymore. And so like we both feel comfortable with it, but there was a point to where we had to take certain, like everything out of our house, except for the things that were on meal plans. Yep. So exactly. And that, and it's, it's taken quite a bit of time to, to get, to get to that point. It's been five or six months now that I've had any vegetables, any carbs really at all. Yeah. And, and those first couple of months, babe, were, 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 were critical. Like I really, I, re I really, especially, especially when I went from going from being a semi-strict uh, keto carnivore to being like, uh, lion diet to be pretty 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 strict lion diet and this this week is pretty much 100 strict lion diet now yeah. thanks to that lamb way to go on that big score mm -hmm. <laughs> we just invested in a lamb um and, and trying something different every single day every every single day on that yeah and trying to see like um if there's any additional healing aspects of the lion diet that i've been um uh, that i may have been missing besides um or since cut since cutting out our couple recent foods mm -hmm. but those first couple months were uh, any any kind any kind of uh, habit or a ritual or an addiction or something that you move on from. Looking back at it, those first couple of weeks can be really tough, especially yeah. especially cutting caffeine. <laughs> it was like I had to have I couldn't I couldn't have energy drinks in the house. Are you kidding me? I would have bailed out. I would have been opening those suckers up. Um, I had to I had to I had to stop it all together. And now I don't even think about it. Now it's like okay, great, we can go to a coffee shop or you whatever. You see all and the like, Celsius in the fridge for myself, and you're like, no, it doesn't even bother me. I know you're drinking in front of me all the time, and it never even crosses my, it never even crosses my mind to drink yeah. it anymore. And it, it takes a little bit of time to get that momentum, but don't quit. And it's okay if you fall off the wagon because I've fallen off the wagon more times than probably anybody on planet Earth has. And I just never quit. And I keep picking myself back up. And um, I think this is the, this is last, the last couple of years, ever since I went hundred percent carnivore, that, that, fi that fixed all my cravings. It's been almost a year. Yep. And that, and now it's like that there can be, there can be cake in the house. There could be donuts in the house. Um, oh my gosh. Krispy Kreme. I used to, <laughs> they had Krispy Kreme donuts at church um, on, sun that. on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I saw that. <laughs> Everybody was ha had them. I yeah. was surrounded by them and donuts are like my thing. Like I used to, I used to sell donut shops out <laughs> and, uh, and, and now it's a, it's a different story, but I don't, yeah. I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think I'd be, I don't think I would have, 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 made, have made it this far and like be able to say that if it wasn't for you, um, helping me and holding, holding my hand, like when I, when I, when I needed it. Yeah. Thanks babe. Yeah, of course. Um, and I think too, a really important thing to do when you're kind of in the thick of struggling through what Colt was just talking about. Is just really having open communication with whoever your accountability partner is. And I wouldn't say you're we're accountability partners, but we support each other. Yep. Um, we've learned to be that us being each other's accountability partners is not the best thing for our marriage. Yeah. So, so we have coaches for that reason. Um, Colt has like coach Mark and he has his old coach Alfred and he has other people in his life that hold him accountable, mm -hmm. even our clients. Yep. Um, I have 
I have Mark, I have Danielle, I have other clients of ours that we do, you know, accountability partner stuff with. So it's just not really our place as our, as spouses within our own house yeah. as, a, as a husband and wife to be able to, to call, to call each other out when we're, when we do have a bad day or if we do yeah. fall off the wagon, like if, ta if Taylor, if Taylor sees me eating donuts, like she wouldn't see that, but if she did, um, what she used to do <laughs> is, is she would say, is, is she would say like, Hey, how can I help her? rough day, huh? Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or whatever. And um, I think that that's kind of leads us into the first point that I had what, that, to, that that has been helping Taylor out, right, Ben, that we were talking about before this is uh, just celebrating all wins and yeah. not having and not having any judgment. So yeah, you're really good at that because you see the positive and like the joy and everything. And it's kind of harder for me to see that like, I'll step on the scale and I'll only be down like a pound. And I'll tell you that and you'll be like throw a party. Whereas I'm like, wow, it's only a pound. Yeah. So you help me see the brighter side and the, the happier side of that. So try to. Yeah. So yeah, so celebrate setting celebrating all wins, big, big or small. This momentum adds up, and that's something that you have to you have to keep adding fuel to the fire if you're if you're on a roll. Yeah. So if so so if, she, if she's crushing it and if she's like, hey, like I've I've been been, been uh, two two weeks and no pro no processed food. I'm like, great, babe. I mean, like even even something even something like that is uh, is 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 worth, is worth celebrating. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jim wins. I mean, every everything that we see, and she does the same thing for me. She's like, hey, that was that was a nice pose, or you know what? Um, add that one into your routine next time. I'm like, man, like that's a compliment that I'll live on for a month. <laughs> you know, um, I'm I'm words of affirmation. If you've ever heard of the book, The Five Love Languages, and so. Um, compliments like that for both of us. It's, it's, it's just, it's just jet fuel. Yeah, absolutely. And one more thing too, just to kind of circle back what I was talking about is just talking through your emotions and everything um, with your accountability partner, but just making sure you're really setting up, like I said, tailing on that first point, setting up a game plan um, when you walk into those harder situations, but just not being afraid to really have that open communication with who you are holding yourself accountable with um, because the more you can talk about it, I just believe that talking produces healing. Yeah. Um, coupled with positive support that is <laughs> not with someone who's going to break you down, but um, you know, and that's something that both Colt and I have had to work on within our relationship because it's easy to, I guess I've had to work on it more than you have, but it's, you know, it's just easy to kind of um, get frustrated and upset um, when you're in the thick of those bad days, those bad moments. Um, but just to know that how important it is to have that open communication is really key. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And there's, and there's times where you're a bit more flexible on your diet than, than I am because you're, you're, um, a bit less sensitive to carbs and to, um, some of the, some of the foods that don't necessarily agree with me. But when, when, I, when I, when I do see you eating bread or when I do see you homemade eating... <laughs> sourdough bread. Yeah, not um, bought store bought. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> and and that's and that's what I say. I'm, I'm like I'm like mm, that's that smells like some good bread. That's some homemade bread, isn't it? <laughs> like way to go, babe. You know, yeah. There's a vast difference between what are the ingredients in it? Uh, flour, water, and salt. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but, but if, but if I do, but if we, but if we are out at a, at a social gathering or if we are at a restaurant and she, um, gets the, oh, I don't even think I do it at a restaurant, but a few weeks ago, a good example is when your brothers were over for dinner mm -hmm. and my sister was in town. Um, we had steak, 
And then my sister made um, baked potatoes and then we had some asparagus and then their mom, Colt's mom, Colt's brothers um, and him, his mom made, was it peach cobbler, apple, Chris, something like that. Yep. Something home, some homemade dessert. And um, I didn't go for the baked potato, but I did go for the asparagus, which isn't a problem. Um, I know it doesn't disagree with me. And then I did have a serving of the apple crisp and it was to die for. And I, we've just gotten to a point to where I know when I do that, I can trust that he's not going to judge me for that. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to be like, Oh, why did you do that? You know, and make me feel guilty about it because I've come to a place where I don't feel guilty. If I allow myself to have that every once in a while, I definitely was in a place where I would beat myself so like beat myself up so much if I would indulge or allow my cravings to take over. Um, but she doesn't need to hear it from me too. Yeah, for sure. But I think just knowing that I can have a positive relationship with that and knowing that if I have a serving, it's not going to spiral into a week of me binging on sugar. Right. Cause I've figured out how to stop that. Yeah. I think. Very, very good. Yeah. But I'm not perfect. So <laughs> Accidents happen. <laughs> so point number six for me was just introducing her to Coach Mark. I yeah. Feel like, I feel like the, that's, the, that's the best thing I ever did to help you out. Oh, <laughs> I know it was because first of all, it took the accountability of my meals and stuff off of you. So when I have struggles with certain things, I can go to Mark first. Um, and, you know, obviously not blowing his uh, um, WhatsApp up all the time. But mm -hmm. when I'm struggling with certain things or when something's not agreeing with me or I know I need to add protein or I feel like I need to add fat, um, I can chat with him about it first. And then it's just a no judgment free zone. And he's super encouraging. Exactly. So, oh um, my gosh. Speaking of coach Mark, I am so sorry. I forgot to read our uh, oh. podcast review <laughs> of, the, of the, of the week. And it's actually about coach Mark uh, from, from our, from our last session that we just had on online coaching. So, and I have one but, to add after that. <clears throat> oh, okay, good. So lucky Krim from Alabama would like to write in and say, Mark loved hearing what motivated you to become an online coach. You are so genuine and appreciate your no BS approach. Your passion to help others overcome their best versions of themselves is so genuine. Heart emoji. I've learned mm -hmm. a lot from you and Colt. Keep up the great work. Heart yeah. emoji, smile emoji, blush emoji. <laughs> You're awesome. Lucky. Thanks for that. And then one more, just quick testimony. I'm going to brag on my mom. Um, Mark started working with my mom about a week and a half ago and she's down eight pounds, feeling really good. My mom has been a carnivore, like I guess keto -vore. She's had plants and stuff, but went strict carnivore working with Mark, getting her metabolism back up, getting her hormones balanced. And yeah, Mark's just awesome. He can, he, he's, he's very, he's very intuitive. Yeah. He's one of those guys. He's one of those guys to where when, when you when you talk through what's going on with your diet, he can figure out what's going on hormonally. And he I don't know how he knows, but he seems to always know the answer. Yeah, <laughs> I think your, your, your mom had tried just about everything before talking with him. And um, now things are working. Well, it's just easy to get frustrated because especially with gut issues. It's just yeah. so complicated. Yeah, it doesn't just take a physical toll. It takes a mental toll um, on your entire quality of life. So. Um, let's see. One more thing I did want to add to is just the whole mindset around staying on track. Um, I know I don't have it written down, but it's easy to let a bad meal or a bad day turn into a bad week, which can turn into a bad month. And then before you know it, it's a bad year. Yeah. And I think one thing that you and I have both gotten really good at, and it kind of ties into letting me indulge, um, is, just knowing that I can allow myself to have 
not a bad meal, but add things that I normally don't eat into my diet and I don't let it spiral into a bad week, bad month. Mm-hmm. Um, and just knowing that once, and once you're fat adapted too, and you do have something that's super carb heavy or whatever, like a lot of times it's, it's funny. Like if you, if you've been in, if you've been in deep ketosis the entire week, then your body just is kind of used to it. And then you eat a whole bunch of carbs and then great. You're still in ketosis the next day. You still, you, you, you can usually get away with it once. If you start having two or three, four days in a row, now we have a problem. Yeah. But that's something that you, that, that, that you understand and yeah. that you don't abuse. Well, and I think, you know, just again, tying into this whole thing is when you're going into, cause the holidays are coming up, like they're going to be here before we know it. Mm-hmm. You don't, so many people go into starting with Halloween they start in, indulging on Halloween candy and then like, oh, well, it's which just, we'll, which we'll totally do. And it's totally okay for us to go take our t- kids trick or treating. I mean, yeah. like, that's I mean, the kids will eat Halloween candy. I don't think I will. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, what I'm saying though, is it's easy to let that be okay. Halloween and then Thanksgiving. So I might as well just eat like crap for the three weeks between those two holidays. And then Thanksgiving and Christmas are up three and a half, four weeks apart. Same thing. So before you know it, you're three months and then it's new year's, you're three months into letting your body just eat whatever you think it wants and it just spirals into this really bad um disordered eating habits with not good thinking habits on top of that because i'm sure the entire time you're beating yourself up because that's what i would do so yeah it's just a lot of preparation and there is nothing wrong with being prepared and there's nothing wrong with being that person that brings your own meal to a gathering yeah at the end of the day you you can you can, you can make it fun. You don't have to be the weird person that's not eating carbs. You don't have to be the weird person that says no to dessert. You can be, you can be the, you can be the person that makes everybody else happy because you're the one that showed up and contributed something really cool. It, yeah. might, it might be like ketogenic bread. It might be, it might be sugar-free coffee sweeteners at, at your, at your local church. And just yeah. nobody thought to bring, no, no, nobody thought to stock up on sugar-free sweeteners. I mean, yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Well, that's it for this week's session, everybody. Thanks for listening and make sure to let us know what you thought. You can do that directly from your podcast app or DM Mark or myself on the gram. You can also email your feedback, questions for us, and more specific topics you'd like us to teach on next. TikTok. If you are on TikTok, we are now active daily over there and we are at Carnivore Coaches Corner, all one word. We are offering bite-sized carnivore tips <laughs> from top nutritionists and coaches and from athletes that are putting to practice what we preach on this channel. And lately, we are busting bad coaches that spread misinformation. So warning, if you are a bad online coach spreading misinformation, we're going to call you out on TikTok. <laughs> if you need some gym motivation, look no further than our workout podcast called the SupersetYourLife.com podcast. We are quickly approaching 200 episodes on that channel, and it's available on the same platform that you're listening to now. Just type Superset Your Life, all one word, into your search bar, and you'll see our black and white podcast logo pop up. It's a podcast specifically recorded to listen to when you work out. We regularly interview professional bodybuilders and judges, top nutritionists, leadership experts, stand-up comedians, and top athletes from supersetyourlife.com. We keep the focus health first, bodybuilding, faith, and family. My wife Taylor and I are the hosts of that show for over three years and growing, and Coach Mark Ennis has been an enormous part of all we do there. Mark and I are both on Instagram and offer private one-on-one consultations as well as coaching services. Links to scheduling coaching calls can be found on our Instagram bios or in the show notes of this podcast. 
One last reminder before we signed off, leaving a review takes only 10 seconds. If you are on Spotify where you can see the show notes right below that, it says Q&A. And bam, just like that, you can tell us exactly what you think. We will respond when we record the following week, either by reading your review or by discussing the topic that you'd like to know more about or getting to work on whatever critiques that you have about how we can improve this show. And that's how we communicate as a dialogue, not a monologue, in this intimate conversation called Carnivore Coaches Corner. Share this with a friend if you found it helpful, and we'll catch you next week on session number 24 of Carnivore Coaches Corner.